I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm ready to go to the fuck to sleep. Okay. See, I thought that was going to go a different direction. See, everyone thought it was going to go in a different direction. Absolutely. I played you. Yeah, I played see. every single one of you. See, yeah, that's that's my favorite party trick, to walk in and be like, I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm ready to drink all your beer. My favorite. Now I'm ready to sleep all your... I got nothing. Sleep in the Ryan. face of your cheer. That'll work. What? Sleep in the face of your cheer. Stop. I don't... What? <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, um, update, cat made it home, fine. Sweet kitty uh, boy. I drugged him, but when he was getting drugged, um, when when the medicine was starting to kick in, he was not having a good time. Oh, um, baby! He, he ended up having a freak out, and I ended up having to like chase him underneath the bed and then lock him in a room for him to like desensitize and calm down. But after he made it through that, uh, he vomited, and then he was good to go. Nice. Yeah. Yep. 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 So um, made it through the night, packed him up, threw him in the car. He was just chill the whole time. I saw a. U-Haul truck get open like a can of sardines by a bridge on the way home. Wow. And it was awesome. Wow, what a dumbass. <laughs> Holy shit. There were there were it's there were fucking signs that were like, "Hey, by the way, like this bridge, good lord, like, only 12 feet high, and if you feel your truck, you know, get hit by the chains, don't go." And and I I pull around the corner and I'm like, what are these people doing here? And then I just see the top of this U-Haul just ripped open by the oh bridge. Oh my god! How did I? I really hope they had the extra insurance. Oh shit! Ooh. They probably did not. Ooh. But anyways. Oh no! Bless them. <laughs> Bless them <laughs> bones. Tell me your story, bless, oh, okay. blessed person. Okay, so I'm a ginger. That's pretty obvious, right? That's very um, fucking obvious. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Uh, my entire life, I've been told two things. Um, I have a temper, and I'm bossy. Oh, I thought you were going to say you have a sexy voice, but no. okay. <laughs> I mean, that one too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess three things. Um, so, I had, I was, I was at work in a Shall Remain Nameless retail store, and I'd already had, like, a shit week because I worked, um, the Thursday, no, we were off Thursday for Thanksgiving, and then I worked 4 a.m., to 4 p.m. on Black Friday. And then, Disgusting. Yeah, and I didn't get a day off until the following Tuesday. Uh, and it was just fucking balls to the wall going. Because, of course, there's nothing else to do in Cokeville, Tennessee, but spend money. So, yep. everything was going fine. We didn't have any, like, super shitty customers on Black Friday, which is great, or, like, the Saturday after. It was actually really nice. And then, lo and behold, the week starts. And Monday, we had this guy. Like, we, we had several, like, shitty just assholes in that day. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. And then this guy comes in like our, the way our checkout lane is set up. It's kind of backwards and funny. Like it's right next to the front door. And like, you can walk up to the customer service desk, but there's a big old sign that says, get in line. And this, this old man, <laughs> this old man, he's, he's probably like 70 years old, comes pushing his cart in. There's like five people in line. There's just two cashiers. Me and one other person. And this old man just, just walks in. Or he's not supposed to walk in. So we tell him, hey, I'm so sorry, you're going to have to get in line. So he, okay. And then walks over and stops at the very front of the line. So one of my managers. Oh my yeah, fucking yeah. God. One of my managers comes over the radio and is like, hey, that guy needs to get in the back of the line. So I was like, hey, buddy, I'm so sorry. Like super nice customer service voice. I was like, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to go and get in the back of the line. We'll take care of you as soon as we can. And he goes... I was in line. 
And I said, yeah, but there were five people in front of you that walked up here before you did. So I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to get them first. And he goes, no, that guy let me in front of him. So, okay. So I look over at the guy and I'm like, you let him in front of you? And he nods and I'm like, well, sucks for the four people behind him, I guess, in my brain. So I'm like, yeah, no worries. Okay, let's take care of it. And he goes, what, you didn't believe me? And that's when I I knew this was not going to be a good time. (laughs) So, So he says that and I was like, well... I had to check, didn't I? And he goes, you're what's wrong with this generation. Nobody respects <gasps> your elders anymore. Fuck you, old man. Oh, my God. Please tell me what you said. Please, so please, 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 please. I felt my whole, like, just my whole face and body <laughs> flush. And I was like, I'm the same color as my hair. Oh, no, you old poor little motherfucker. You're going to get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I look him in his eyeballs and I say, well, sir. My mother, who has just turned 67, didn't raise me to get disrespected, so you're going to stop talking to me like that. Oh. (laughs) And this guy goes, what? And I was like, you heard me. Do I need to repeat myself or do you need to turn up your hearing aids? (gasps) And he goes, oh. And I was like, put your stuff up on the counter and I'll check you out. So he gets his stuff up on the counter. He keeps trying to just start saying things to me and I'm just not paying attention. So I get him checked out and I give him his stuff and I'm like, all right, you have a good rest of your day. And he, he just <sighs> and walked off. And the fuck? I, yeah. And I got the rest of the line taken care of. And then I had my uh, the store manager come up and I was like, hey, bud, you're going to get a complaint on me probably. And he went, why? And I told him what happened. And he goes, oh, well, won't be the first time, won't be the last time. It is what it is. Because he knows for me to get pissed, it takes quite a bit. So... <gasps> I ended up, my mom called me a couple of days later and was like, hey, honey, how you doing? And I told her the story and she went, you did not. And I went, yeah, I did because you didn't (laughs) teach me to get disrespected. (laughs) I love how he says, you're what's wrong with the generation, but this guy's too much of a fucking dumbass to understand how the structure of a fucking line works. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So would we we tell him social Mm -hmm. etiquette, we're the fucking assholes, eat shit. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that was that okay. was my day. That was fun. Okay, so on the last <laughs> podcast episode, I told a story about how I was going to murder the ER doctor. <gasps> yeah. Okay, so let me tell that story real quick. Yeah, please. Now, so before I always tell stories on the podcast, I always like to recount it in my head to make sure that like I've got it all yeah, planned out. Absolutely. How I say, and I, I remember hating this fucking doctor. But then this one little piece of detail, and when I say little piece of detail, I actually mean, and you're going to understand what I'm saying in a second, a huge detail about that night that my mind was so traumatized from that night, forgot, and it I triggered my brain to remember, and now oh, I'm no. upset that I remember this aspect of it, okay? So, all right, let me back up. My mom had a hysterectomy, yeah. and it went bad. It went yeah. really, really bad. Um Blake, we're going to talk about blood real, real quick, so just sit down. <laughs> Blake, um, don't take my, a nap. <laughs> You've Blake, heard this. Blake, just, Blake, sit down. This is one's going to be really bad. So the doctor was using the Da Vinci machine, which is like the, the robot with the little like mini yeah. like, arms that go in, right? Okay, yeah. to do the hysterectomy, right? Doctor botched it, yeah. hit, and hit an artery, somehow still managed to say, I'm done, and stitch my mother up. Yeah, absolutely. And send her back to the bed. And she is bleeding all over the fucking place. Yeah. Everywhere. Like, pulls, like, she says she felt her back was wet and then, like, pulled her hand up and it was just covered in blood. Bunch of nurses had to, like, jump on her to stop yeah. the bleeding because it was internal and it was not a good time. Okay. The whole thing was not a good time. The doctor 
knew that he was he, my mom should have fucking sued for oh, malpractice absolutely but, but did not like an idiot and the doctor refused to see my mother after that okay so that's the whole backstory so because my mother has internal bleeding the doctor who is not the surgeon the doctor in the hospital who was attending my mother mm-hmm. when she got discharged said if there is bruising down your legs go back to the er you are still bleeding internally yeah absolutely okay all right so take my mom home next night guess what there's blood bruising on her legs right, and i say yeah. get the get get the fuck in the car we're going to the hospital so take her to the er and i say hey she just had a hysterectomy they said if there was bruising on her legs to bring her back she's still bru- bleeding internally she had a nick from the machine yeah, something, I don't know. something fuckity happened. Take care of my mother. So, right. So I'm like, when my, whenever my mother's hurt, when, uh, I don't do it anymore, uh, I get like really fucking defensive. And yeah. this is probably one of the most elevated times I've ever gotten super defensive about my mother. So we get her in the thing and uh, the nurse comes in and I, like, my mom's just, my mom's really lethargic. She had the surgery like the day prior, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I'm like talking to the nurse, like pointing stuff out and blah, blah, blah. And so she's like, okay, I'm going to go get the doc- uh, the doctor in the ER. Yeah. Doctor in the ER comes in. Dr. Uh, Samuel? I think his name was Dr. Samuel. If I saw his name, I'd be like, that motherfucker. Um, he comes in and he is just the most, like, most disconnected. Like, that's yeah. how if I could explain it. He just could not give two shits less. Came in with his hands in his pockets, and it was almost like he couldn't be fucking bothered to look at my mother. Okay, awesome. Wow. And, I, and I'm ready to blow my fucking lid because I'm like, I think my mom's like fucking bleeding internally. It's not a joke. Yeah. And so he and I are arguing. I'm probably like 16 at this yeah. time, 16, 17. So I'm telling him, hey, like she's bleeding down her legs, like. You know, she had the internal bleeding, and so, like, my mom's wearing underwear, but, like, I he wouldn't touch her, right? So I'm having to, like, move... Yeah, he won't touch her, and, like, to look at anything. So I'm, like, having to move blankets, move her underwear, move her pants, and I'm, like, look, like, sh- like so I pulled down her underwear, and he's, like, well, that's where her, like, uterus was, so obviously that makes sense that there's bruising there. I said, okay, my 17-year-old brain, that makes sense, yeah. but I said, once again, I don't give a fuck about that. Look at the bruising on her legs. Right. And so yeah. he, like, wouldn't acknowledge it. He wouldn't acknowledge That's it. Okay? so weird. So this whole time, I'm getting irate because this fucker's not listening to me. I don't know if he just couldn't be bothered of a 17-year-old on how to do his fucking job. And here's the little minor detail that was huge that I couldn't get over at the time that was throwing me through a massive loop. His dick was showing through his pants so fucking badly, I I couldn't pay attention and get mad enough because his fucking schlong was going down his pant leg. And I'm like, I can't look at you right now, dude. What is in your fucking pants and anaconda? What the fuck is going on? That's why he had his hands in his pockets. He was trying to keep it from being obvious. That was he wasn't touching your mom. Maybe. I don't fucking know. But I was like, (laughs) is he a shower, not a grower? Holy fucking shit. Like, I could see everything. And I'm like, internally, I'm freaking the fuck out because I'm like, ew, what the fuck? (laughs) But then, like, because it's so Zoe. (laughs) 
Details. Details. When I tell you I probably could have saw the fucking veins, I wanted to vomit, okay? I'm fucking dying over here, and I'm trying to be like, pay attention to my mom, she's dying, but put your dick away, what the fuck is happening? So, so finally, he's like, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call the gynecologist on call and let her know what's going on. I said, great, thank you for doing your fucking job. So he leaves, and I'm like... I'm like, mom, mom. And she's like, what? I'm like, I said, listen, I said, I don't normally stare at people's genitalia. It's none of my fucking business, but it's staring at me. And she's like, what? What? And I'm like, mom, his dick is so big. It's like trying to look through his pants. was only this size and like porn. like why is it that why is it that big how do you think he paid for med school probably <laughs> holy shit oh my god i was like i can't i i see way too much i am getting like a full anatomy lesson right fucking now so i'm still pissed but i'm also being traumatized at the whole same time and so I don't remember if my mom like paid attention or what, or if she was too out of it. I don't think she actually could focus enough to actually see what I was saying. So finally he tells me, oh, I called the gynecologist and told her everything was fine. And I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? I said, there's blood going down her legs. Oh, Christ. And you didn't tell her that? He goes, well, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I said, okay, cool. I'll tell you what. You, and in my mind, I said, and your fucking snake. <laughs> you get the fuck out of here. Go get my mother discharged, and I'm going to go take her to the Livingston Hospital. And he was like, okay, fine. So he walked out, and I'm seething pissed, right? And my mom is like, just just laying there. She's like, thanks for taking care of me. I was like, I'm trying the best that I can. So I'm sitting there pissed, and now I'm traumatized because I just saw <laughs> way too much. I was I was being stared at by his third eye, and I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> So, so the, I, I'm waiting for them to discharge my mom and, um, <clears throat> I hear laughing at the nurse's station and I, I, I go like, I've never done this before in my life. And I walked out there. I said, Hey, can you guys stop fucking laughing and discharge my mom so I can take her to a place that actually gives a fuck about her? Yeah. And they were just like, Whoa. And I was like, I want my mother out of here. Yeah. So I went back in the room. And they came in, they like came in right after me. They're like, okay, here's your papers. Please leave. And so we left, but my mom was like, just take me home. She's like, let's readdress it in the morning. Like, let's keep an eye on it and then go from there. Thankfully, it stopped Mm -hmm. and we didn't have to do anything else after that. Good Lord. But I'm, I am like double traumatized by the whole scenario of like, I thought my mom was going to die. And then (laughs) this guy apparently doesn't know how to fucking wear proper underwear. He probably had just like a terrible day and somebody threw up on him and it got in his underwear or something. And that's why, but Jesus. I don't understand 
how it could go down your leg like that. Oh, Christ. I don't. <laughs> what? <sighs> <laughs> That's going to get me through the rest of the year. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to think about that doctor and his massive dick and just laugh. Woo. You know. <sighs> You know who else is massive dick that I'm going to be thinking about? No. Spooky stories. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking hate it here. I'm going to die. Oh, Oh, my face is so red. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I'm crying. My eyes are bloodshot. Oh, my fucking oh, God. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've started screaming and the cat has come over to me. And it has been like, are you good? Are you alive? What's happening? <sighs> okay. All right. God. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, if you want to keep hearing my god-awful traumatizing dick stories please be sure to head on over to patreon at patreon.com slash hot her i barely know her got two tiers we have a investigative tier for five whole doll hairs and then a medium tier for seven doll hairs and you get access to bonus content and a sticker there you go cool yay (laughs) okay you want to you want to flip the coin and get get going yeah i do (laughs) what do you want booty ass please Oh my god. <sighs> you know what? Heads? Okay, great. Like the head of that guy's dick that I could see way too much detail about? He was circumcised! That's how much detail I could see! That's concerning. God. Oh no. I hate it here. Whew. Oh, I dropped it. <laughs> you yeeted it. Where did it go? I don't know, it's gone! Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Find this quarter again. How, I don't even know where it went. How do you keep losing quarters? It's gone forever. Uh, okay. All right. Um, um, online quarter flip. It's not quite the on, same. On online quarter. I'm sorry. I like. <clears throat> I'm so like choked up right now. Online quarter flip. Here we go. <laughs> I'll find the coin. I'll find four okay, quarter later. Uh, flip it. Booty ass. Heads. I go first. Shit. Okay. That's exactly. Oh, I don't know where that quarter went. Okay. It's gone. I'm gonna, it's, have, I'm gonna have, yeah, I'm gonna have to like fine. tear that bookshelf apart because we can never lose four quarter. It's, it is what it is. It, it's it's fine. Everything's fine. I I'm now I'm traumatized. I had to relive all that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, Katie Groves, I'm going to be stop laughing. I'm going to be covering the Eloise Asylum. Okay, tell me about Eloise. Okay. To start off, I wrote a quote. Oh, and the quote is. People are poor, and we gotta put them somewhere, right? Oh, no, it's a poorhouse? Yep. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> the story of Eloise Asylum in Detroit, Michigan. I was slightly blazed when I started writing this, and then I forgot that I was drinking, and then I sobered up, and then I stopped being an idiot. <laughs> I was really confused, because blazed is typically oh, used for, like, no, high. I was no. like, whoa, what? Sorry, sorry. Blitzed? Blitzed. Blitzed. That's the correct one. Drunk. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Drank it, dude. Cool. Okay, I was drinking it while I was doing it. So the building was originally named Wayne County Poorhouse. Okay. Okay, but they decided to take a vote on March 8th of 1832, and the building was renamed to um, County House Infirmary. Oh. I don't... 
I guess. I don't know. I think it's a good call that you don't call something the poor house. I mean, it's the county's house. But now it's the county house. Huh? So they expanded on this. So it started out as one building, right? And, you know, you kind of know how, like, government government buildings are. They just kind of, like, reach out with their little tendrils and they start, like, taking over buildings. Yeah. And, and imminent, imminent domaining, that yeah. bullshit, you know? The, hey, so this they, is mine rule. Huh? The, hey, this is mine rule. Yes, the, hey, this is mine rule. God. So they found a tavern. A black black horse tavern, as it was called, but it, it was a stagecoach stop, but it was actually just a farm farm out in the middle of the woods, mm. and so they they bought it and put it uh put it kind of like grouped it in with the asylum because they wanted a farm for the poor, poor people to like you know house themselves. No, absolutely, themselves you don't want to like have to right. pay for poor people. Mm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who like gives money to the poor, I can say that. Oh my gosh! Okay, because isn't that like the consensus with most like rich people? They're like, bah, they're poor by just stop being poor. Just stop. Just don't be poor. Yeah. That her shirt was photoshopped, by the way. Paris Hilton. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Her, yeah, that yeah. Her shirt was photoshopped. It never said that. Yeah, absolutely. But it looks so real. It did. It was good Photoshop. It, it was well done. It was. Yep. It wasn't quite I, a deep fake, but close. It was close. Deep fakes are um, wild. I don't like those. They scare me a little bit. Yeah, that's not cool. So at any rate, um, the more you know. There were 146 people living in the original house, and 35 people were transferred to the Black Horse Tavern. They were just kind of like, we're going to move you. But then 111 refused to go to the new location because it was in, in the middle of fucking nowhere. That's fair. In the middle of the woods. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, would, I probably wouldn't go. The infirmary was then turned into sanatorium. When it added outdoor treatments for TB patients. <laughs> so the name Eloise became the name of the hospital infirmary. When the Board of Super Superintendents of the Poor. Wow, these people are batting a million. <laughs> they're real good at naming stuff. They're the superintendents of the poor. Now where where was this one more time? Detroit. Detroit, okay. Yep. Wow. It's in Detroit. Wow, Detroit was real progressive. They had, they, they had super attendants for their poor. Uh, not just regular attendants. Nope, super. <sighs> wow. Super attendants. So they voted uh, They voted on the name in eight, uh, August August 18th of 1911. So oh. how did we go from County House Infirmary to Eloise Asylum? I'm so glad you asked that, Zoe. I, I'm, yeah, I'm that, so glad that, that was my question. Thinking. Absolutely. So, your critical yeah. thinking is engaged. I'm so glad you're here with me in this moment. Oh, always, always. <laughs> so in the year of 1894, there were no post offices, express offices, railroad offices, or any kind um, at the institution at our county house uh any institution so like mm. transatlanticium stuff like that like yeah. even though they like had you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people sometimes thousands of people yeah. you know there was no like either post office you know yeah it wasn't like in... a city or anything it was just a place right but it still had a fuck ton of people yeah right so it was enough later later we're gonna learn that this whole place like got its own zip code because that's how many people were here. Wow! Right, so they needed it. So that's why I'm saying that they need their own post office for the place. That's I never considered that. Wow. Okay. Right. Well, we talked about Ararat in um, yeah Australia. Yeah. So like it was its whole city. It needed its own post office. Yowzers. Okay. Proceed. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, 
lost my place in my notes. Okay, so this one of the one of the people on the board, the superintendent um, of the poor, wanted a PO post office at the county house and motioned for one. So the postmaster general, post yeah, postmaster general, you know the guy up in DC was like, yeah, um, sure, you ungrateful little shits, but like, <laughs> don't have any long names. Like that trans alligator lunatic asylum, like that's not gonna be your fucking name. Like we're not we're not doing this. Don't so. give me a long name. Short names only. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that that's literally what they said. They said it could only be one word long and it can't be anything close to other institutions within their own state because this he didn't want his department to be bothered with these long names. Don't confuse us. We need one word answers. Yes. So the same same superintendent that motioned for this was also the postmaster of detroit at the time his name was freeman b dickerson dickerson i hardly knew him that's pretty good that's pretty good all i was thinking about was that er doctor's long schlong oh my god (laughs) he said dickerson and that's all i thought about i forgot about that why did you bring it back to my brain (sighs) you're fired you can't fire me I'm so traumatized. <laughs> and at that time, I did not know I was a lesbian, but let me tell you how disgusted I was. Absolutely. That should have just, just been a full, that should have yeah. been my full stop. Here. Full stop. Full stop. Exactly. Yeah. Just, um, good God. <laughs> okay. So, so the postmaster and the superintendent person, same person. Mr. Same Dickerson. Yes. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> he submitted the name of his daughter as the of the name yeah. to, to be the name of the place which is eloise it was okay. his only daughter at the time so he suggested it to the board the board just was like sounds good my guy and then sent it along to dc and dc was like cool your guy's the same as eloise okay so you said only daughter at the time did he go on to have more daughters or do you know i have no idea okay imagine how shitty it would be to grow up and realize your dad named the city after his favorite daughter. Like, holy it, it, shit. So apparently she was four at the time and his only kid. So like, okay. he probably had kids later, but like Ooh. she was four and like there and like. Yeah, that's a favorite. Fuck everybody else. Ooh. The whole city. The whole it's city. Tech- right. It, well, when you only have one kid. You can only have time, one at that point. You could only have one favorite, Zoe. I know, but like anybody <sighs> else in the future, they're going to be like, wow, we live in Eloise and my sister's name is Eloise. That's a real cool coincidence. And then Eloise gets to say, actually, father named it after me because he loves me more. And then they're traumatized. Okay, I get that yeah, portion of it. Absolutely. But when, yeah, when you're kids, you, I guess you'd be traumatized for that. But if it's an adult, it's like, no shit, you were the only one alive when this was going down. Ooh. Fuck off. Ooh. It's not named after you. It was just coincidence. <laughs> See, that's how I would handle that. But anyway. Yeah, right. That's more mature than me. I'd be like, I'm oh, you are the favorite. Ugh. Listen, I've been traumatized by ER dick. It's going to take a little <laughs> bit more than a sibling <laughs> being named after an entire city to get to me. You know what I'm saying? I did, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh. By the way, yeah. he was fired from... Oh, I'm not surprised Cookville. somehow. Yeah, he, he was fired. Then I found out that he became the doctor that oversaw the nurse, the health services at Tennessee Tech. Oh, that doesn't mean... That actually, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah. Oh my God, Nobody, that guy's a fucking cunt if it's who I'm yeah, thinking about. Oh shit, okay. Interesting. Yeah. 
Well, like that's just it is what like it is what it is. Hmm. Long gone. Hmm. We don't have to like rehash or anything. Please do not dox him or go after oh, him. Oh God, no! If, please, no! Please, please, no! Please don't. It's all right. Like we moved on. My mom's fine as far as I'm aware. So it's cool. Yeah, everything's fine. It's cool. Maybe yeah. he's changed. I can um, hope. When he got fired, when he got fired from the ER, that's all I needed. Yeah, that was all. I, that was all I needed. Fair it's enough. Okay. So moving right along. Okay, yeah. So not only. Was the asylum named Eloise? Everything was named Eloise. The post office was named Eloise. The railroad depot was named Eloise. The American Express company that was there was named Eloise. The Ypsilanti and Ann Arbor Road. Road. Yeah. We're all somehow coined with the name of Eloise attached to it. Like anything that came up, Eloise. Like the whole, like the, like the, the, the buildings, the, the complex, all of it was like named like the town of Eloise. Damn. That's yeah, the favorite. Was... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even wait to have any other kids. Damn. What is? What, I don't. I don't get your. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> so the whole thing it it kept growing, and by the 1930s, had 78 buildings stretched out over a thousand acres, becoming its own self own <laughs> own self efficient mini town. Yowzers. It came with, but not limited to, its own dairy farm, pig farm, greenhouses, fire department, police department, railroad, amusement center, power plant, bakeries, chapel, artificial lake, carpenter shop, blacksmith shop, there we go, barn, windmill, pump house, laundry, and its own post office, obviously. Damn. It was huge. That's that's a lot. Yes. And again, the the complex was so large and had so many people. It had its own zip code. That's insane. That's oof. That, that's that's impressive. So the main building, N building, was over three hundred eighty thousand square feet. Yo. And housed seven thousand poor. I mean, they call them indigent people. Indigent people. Oof. 3,000 of those people worked throughout the complex. So, like, it was operated by 3,000 people to yeah. keep that thing going. That's right? insane. That's so many people. So, tunnels run under the buildings and are still there to this day-ish. It, I kinda, it was a little convoluted on, like, what's, what's there now just because, like, it got so famous and whatnot. Um, you definitely can't go in without permission. That I do know. If you go down there... Or when people went down there, equipment and tools can still be found down there. Pictures of old patients have been found. Detailed documents of grush, grush, gruesome, <laughs> gruesome, inhumane procedures were discovered, and jars of human body parts. And I think somewhere later in my notes, I mentioned brain matter was also found in the tunnels. That just gave me the creepy chills up the back of my neck. Yeah, it looked like what? What is it? What was it called? Getting um. Uh, you guys say some what? Not goosebumps. You say um. Uh. You and Rachel say the same thing. Um, goose skin. You get goose skin. There you go. Do I say that? Yeah, goose skin. Yeah, maybe I do. Goose skin, goose yeah, pimples. You- yeah, that too. Fuck. Yeah, goose pimples. You get goosebumps. What the fuck? Okay. Anyways. Anyway. Chicken skin. Oh. It's the same thing. <laughs> Bird flesh. Hi. I'm gonna call it that Stop. for now. <laughs> I got the bird flesh. <laughs> that one wins. Please. Please. Oh, my God. That one wins. That's it. Okay, proceed. No, it doesn't. 
I'm sick of you. <laughs> okay, so a law passed that poor houses were now also meant to take care of foster children. Oof. And were in charge of also educating them from oh. the ages of five. <laughs> That's so Why many things. That's so many take things. Care, take care of and educate the children. That is what you're supposed to do with the children. I know, but that's on top of all the other people you're taking care of. Well, I guess they're yeah, taking care of themselves, true. but woo. To a degree. Yeah, so ages fifth, five to 16. Damn. Okay. Yes. So a whole a whole ass school dri- di- 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 a whole <laughs> ass school district. I'm fucking struggling over here. Doing great. Was added, uh, doing something, added to the estate. Damn. A district. Yep. Yeah, and then it Shit. burnt down, and then they stuck the children somewhere else, and then they were just, and then it was like this whole like, I don't want them, you take them, you, I don't want them, you take them, and then that sounds like the nineteen they, early nineteen hundreds. That sounds like that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So <sighs> the asylum was branded a crazy hospital because it did have some mentally disturbed patients. Um, it was coined crazy hospital before it like turned into actual asylum. E e. e. So in the museum of the asylum. There are leather restraints on display. So, like, like there's proof that this should happen. I don't like that one. A morgue was also on the property, plus a burial site. 7,145 people were buried in the cemetery, which is now on the south side of Michigan Avenue. How long was this place in operation for that many people to die? Because you said, like, late... 1890s? Eight, 1832. It's technically Ugh. when the first building. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And it went until like uh, 18. No, excuse me. 1979. So over 100 years this place was Holy operating. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah. That makes a little yes. more sense because I was like, wow, that's a lot of people to die in what time frame were we working? Jeez. Over 100 years. Yeah. So. Oop. Uh, oop. Generation and a half. Yeah, actually. So the last person to be buried in the cemetery was 1948. Weirdly enough, it took until 2015 for the city to be like, holy shit, there's a cemetery here. What the fuck? Yep. 2015. Wow. Why? Why? Wow. Ask me why. Why? Wow. There you go. Why? (laughs) I'm so glad you asked, Zoe. Thank you. You're welcome. Tell me why. Most gravestones only had just numbers of those who were never claimed by family members so like they weren't sticking up they like were sinking into the dirt so that's why no one really found them that makes it worse yep were there Um, like it's corresponding records for who those people were um in some cases i don't know but it's rumored that the these that these patients well they were they were numbered it was probably just numbered of like all right this is like patient number 37 that's died and no one claimed them so that's just, so guess, sad. Order. Yeah. But it was rumored that the patients either died from failed exper- experiments or poor treatment. I'm not surprised, but I'm sad. Yeah, I know. We'll get through it. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your poor pitiful little face. <laughs> <sighs> so the first patient on campus diagnosed as the insane was in 1841. Though all patients were housed together with the only division being their sex. So that meant like old, old, old men were paired with young children, young boys. And so like, but also like, also ailments were not 
dissected. Okay. So like you could have alcoholics with the insane or you could just have like the mentally disturbed with like mm-hmm. a, a, just a poor person. Right. Like yeah. that. Like there were it was literally just just all, toss the men, all in a room. All the women. Yeah. Which is not Sucked. ideal. That's not no, ideal. No, it's it's not. So they were actually going to move the clinically insane offsite because an asylum was finished in 1859 in Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Who is Kala and why does he have a zoo? <laughs> <laughs> and but the but the but the circumstances for this for this asylum was only female patients that could be potentially cured could go here. Oh, that Obviously. female disease got you. Yes, absolutely. That Female disease sense. that you love so much. Um, so that wasn't going to work out. So they were starting to be overrun with in, with the quote unquote insane. You know, that's that's a little quick. That's a quick and fast term, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so they built a building and then tacked on an east and west wing to it, and that was finalized in 1876. So by 1882, they had 307 insane patients, but laws passed that the that if the state asylum was full, that Eloise had to take those patients. Awesome. That's that's a good plan. That seems very smart. Yeah. So they had to build another building in 1900s, and that was when another doctor came on board. Mm. So, like, there was one doctor that was put on, and then he left, and then the second doctor was like, second building, let's go. So they got two crazy buildings. The, so this, this, ooh, only... Was there just one yes. doctor for two buildings? Yes. One one doctor for all of the patients, yes. That? Mm. There was a hundred, I think it was like about a hundred staff members that was taking care of all of them. I hate how understaffed places like that end up being. Like, yeah. And I mean, that's that's anywhere. Like, even modern times with, like, nursing homes, they're super hella understaffed and it sucks. All the time. Yeah. Mm. All the time. So, another asylum in Michigan burnt down. And this caused more people to show up Jesus. at Eloise. So they were also taking on alcoholics and drug addicts, bringing the population to 576 Ugh. in 1913. But it boomed again in 1923, and they had 1,700 patients. So they were rocking and rolling, you know what I mean? So the last psych patient left to leave the building was in 1979, and he left the building literally, not figuratively. Does it mean when you leave the building, you you lose your mind? Like, that person has left the building. That is figuratively, not literally. Right. Yeah. You had them reversed. Oh, I... You had them reversed. I was so tired when I was writing this. Fuck! You did so good. It's okay. This is why why I'm not funny. You're very funny. It's fine. Mm. You're just a little tired. It's okay. (laughs) Anyways, moving right along. So, this hospital was the first one... To use x-rays for diagnoses. What were they diagnosing with their x-rays? Like pneumonia, maybe? That would make sense. Probably all the all the cancer that they created with the x-rays. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. That's what I was afraid yeah. of. <laughs> yeah. They were, yeah, they're probably x-raying people's heads and being like, huh, that lump wasn't there five x-rays ago. <laughs> wow, weird. It's like we x-ray you once a day. Wonder where that came from. Oh, God. I couldn't even imagine. All right. So they also used music therapy. Now I'm going to give a disclaimer. It's all going the fuck down from here. Like, well, those two things were like, oh, pretty cool. But now we're going straight, like, fucking roller coaster straight down. Get ready. Okay. This was actually, apparently, according to what I read, in, in the internet never lies. No. 
the first... (laughs) (laughs) If you read it on the internet, it's true. The first asylum to ever actually use lobotomies. I picked through the old eyeball. You know what I mean? That's where the brain matter came from in the in the tunnels. I mean, that would make sense. It would probably still be on the ice picks if they found those or any kind of picks. Disgusting. Nails, like, whatever. You know what? Let's just stab the person in the brain. Well, I mean, it makes them Genius. stop acting wild because it makes them stop. It's like resetting a you watch. Literally, you literally... No. <laughs> you, it's like you're obliterating the front <sighs> cortex of your brain, yeah. which is just like... Absolutely. You're... you're your thinking core. Yeah. Like, it, it literally, it, it stops the person. I hate that so I much. Hate it. I, so I, much. I hate it here. So, electroshock therapy and hydrotherapy were also used. Those are also not bad. The hydrothera- <laughs> not the hydrotherapy where you lay on a bed. Tickles your back. Anyways. Uh, sensory Ugh. deprivation chairs, twirling chairs, and steel cabinets to walk patients in. I'm sorry. What was the second thing? Twirling chairs. So, you would just, like, spin them until they threw up, and you're like, ah, it's good. That's what that sounds like. That's what I, that's as far as my, that's, yep. Oh. That's as far as I get to in my brain with that. Wow, that's <laughs> that's some fancy scientific equipment we're using right there. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, it's the late 1800s, early 1900s, you know what I'm saying? Just spin them till they quit. It's fine. <laughs> Female disease, just spin her. <laughs> oh, God. They would also inject water with needles, like, in their patient's skin why i (laughs) (laughs) why i don't know i don't even know what the fuck that does i i I can't imagine that feels good oh god no but But like what but it's water i just i just don't understand like what the why how how would that help does it just make your skeleton more moist like i don't get it I mean, the human body is like a large percentage of water. Maybe if you just more water, it's it balances out. I don't just more more water. That's the answer. If you you know you don't feel good, water. Headache, water. Your bank account's fucked up, water. Your boyfriend's cheating on you, more water. That's the answer. I'm so confused. (laughs) Why? Scientists in the 1900s were fucking stupid. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If anybody has any family members that were like scientists, I'm s- they were dumb. I'm so sorry. Hey, they did the best they could. I, they they could have done just, better. They could have done. They could have done better of just not hurting people to get them to act right. Thanks. Wow. Anyways, anyways. Wow. So we're done with that. We're done. Uh, the buildings have all been torn down. I think except for um, they built on the lands. A strip mall. Oh. There's a Kroger there. Oh, there's a go Krogering now. Yeah. uh, They built condominiums, which are definitely haunted as fuck. Oh, for sure. sure. Uh, And a golf course. So those, what are you Googling? I'm doing why? Like, I'm trying to figure out why water. Oh, okay. And, um,. For the for the four buildings that were left, I think the t- two were left abandoned. One was turned into a homeless shelter, and the other one was admin buildings for the city or like oh. the district. So like the first two floors have admin offices, and then the rest of the floors, or I think just the first floor has admin offices, and the rest of the floors they're like, we don't fucking go up there. It's haunted as shit. <laughs> we we don't go up there. That's the bad place. Yes, Ugh. one of the buildings they don't they don't they don't keep they don't articulate which building is being talked about so if like if i'm not making sense of what building is what i don't know what building is what because i couldn't get that straight in my head either however 
one building was purchased for a whole lot of money. So I think it was like one point two or one point five million dollars. It was sold. That's a large amount of money. Yes. And it was turned into a high-tech, multi-million dollar horror attraction. That's so smart. Side, side note, did I ever tell you about the haunted horror attraction that I went to with Kevin down in Ruby Falls? No, but that sounds like hell. I mean, I'm pretty sure I told you. I'm asking for the podcast, did I tell you? I don't remember it personally, so no. Okay. I don't so think so. I'm going to write it down. Okay. It was the f- hindsight fucking hysterical i was such a little bitch um oh absolutely at the at the time they terrorized me and it was the most god-awful thing that has ever happened so i'm gonna write down ruby falls um i was little bitch perfect i'll ask you about it next time if i remember or okay i actually had a conversation with uh somebody this week about you um and us doing an investigation together and oh, I thought you were... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> how does me being a little bitch remind you about a conversation that um Oh, because I, I 100% think that your uh, fight or flight instinct is going to go to flight if anything ever happened oh, on an God. investigation. Like, there wouldn't be when any, comes- like, let's fucking fight. It's going to be, oh, no. no, when you go run. When it comes to... <laughs> when it comes to ghosts, it's it's flight. It's, it's yeah. flight. I'm gone. See, Bye. that's what I was saying. Yeah. I will leave you... I will leave you. Well, that mm-hmm. already happened when we went to Gettysburg. I left you in Blake. Oh, I know. Because I, I like, remember. Yeah. Okay, good. I I'm was there. I remember. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, bye. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> I'm if done. Fuck stay, this. About it. I'm leaving. <laughs> bye, weirdos. Blake the whole time was like, all right. So anyways, <laughs> high tech, multi-million dollar horror attraction. Absolutely. Okay. okay. It's it's like top of the fucking line. Um, cold spark pyrotechnics simulators a tesla coil advanced projection marking technologies and more damn they have more than a hundred people either working staff or professional scare actors they went whole hog that's yes and a portion of the proceeds goes to the homeless shelter that's like right next door. okay that's pretty cool though yes i like that because, like, a bunch of people were like, that's bullshit. Why are you setting up a haunted attraction in this god-awful asylum? And then they were like, well, we're giving it back to the poor. I mean, like, so but, like okay. but even then, where better to put a haunted attraction than a haunted place? Like, hello? I guess. Hello? Yeah, like, I, I, it's a little it's a little morally gray area, but it's, if you go on the website, it looks, it looks like, apparently it's like, hey, you get 30 to 45 minutes of you're going to shit your fucking pants. Come on in. Gross. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, it's it's rough. Like, animatronics that look like actual human beings. It's god-awful. I'm good. So, at any rate, you ready for the haunted stories? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, it's kind of a haunted story. They made a movie about the place. Ooh. Um, It's like a B-rated movie. Apparently, it's from, like, the same producer or something as the one who did uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Okay. All right. It looked it looked pretty scary, but then again, you know who's this coming from? Yeah, right? absolutely. I think everything's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie's called Eloise. It came back. It came out back in 2017. Uh, the the story I give you I linked it in my notes, but a quick story plot of uh, a young man's father died, and in the will he gets 1.2 million dollars. However, it's technically supposed to go to his aunt. But the aunt was admitted to an asylum years ago. And which asylum is it, Zoe? 
Eloise because Eloise it's is the- probably the aunt. And it's- no. Oh. Well. No. It wasn't that much of a plot twist. Damn. Okay. Eloise, though. <laughs> So, um, maybe it was. Maybe. I don't know. That wasn't mentioned in the trailer. It could have been. So, uh, so they go to Eloise Asylum <gasps> to look for their aunt's death certificate because it was noted that, like, the aunt was admitted but never came out. Oh. So, like, obviously she had to, like, die in there. But it was like, hey, if you could prove your aunt died in there, you get $1.2 million. I mean, so, I would definitely go hunting. It, was this place abandoned or was it in function? In the movie. Um, in the story, it was abandoned. Or in okay. the movie, it was abandoned. Okay, yeah. No, I would definitely go to an abandoned asylum during the day with permission no, but- to okay. uh, get a death certificate so I could get $1.2 million. Absolutely. So that's not what happened. Obviously they not. It's a not- horror movie. They did not get permission. No. And they went at night. Yeah. That's what you do. Midnight, strike a 12. Yeah. That's when the spookies happen. <laughs> it's a horror movie. Oh, my God. Um, and you know how horror movies go. It was like a band of friends, and they yeah. all get, like, plucked off one by one, and then the guy makes it out with the girl, yeah. and then they, like, fuck, because it's a horror movie, and that's how they had to get horror movies started, was yeah. by adding a little bit of porn in there. Absolutely, because so. sex sells. Duh. Exactly. So, there's a little history for you. Um, if you don't, if you're like, what the fuck did she just say? Google what I just said. Uh, but, like, but like, turn turn on the, like, child viewing this. <laughs> yeah, like... Filter that search. Don't like. Do don't horror movies start with sex? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, don't be careful. Look up the history of it. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so when they break in, um, of course it goes like like full on like um, like house last like uh, last cat like last cabin on the left kind of um oh cabin yeah, in the yeah, woods yeah, cabin, cabin in the, the woods. woods there we go so kind of ish where it was just like okay like the the doctor that was there that was doing all these awful things like comes back in like quote unquote spirit like how yeah. the fuck is the doctor coming back and haunting them i don't know it's a movie that's a b-list so the doctor comes back and then like all the patients are like like weird like silent hill kind of bullshit coming back as well and it's like really gross and like the doctor's wanting to like perform these same god awful things on these people and they're like running for their lives and like a dead body's being smacked up against the window and cool it's weird yeah. okay so anyways yeah. so sounds like a horror movie it's a horror movie Quality. And the guy gets away with the girl. That's, I do know that part. All right. So are you actually ready for the actual haunted thing? Yes. Yeah. Tell me the actual okay, spookies. Cool. So, of course, as with any haunted place, you have your staples. Uh, moans and screams with a dash of ro- roarings. Like, like a roar. Like an animal like roar, roar? Or like a really like a angry roaring? dude? Okay. Yeah. Really angry dude. Really, gotcha. Really angry. There's no animals there. So, like. I didn't apparently know. Apparently, there's just. I don't know. So, apparently, there's just. I can't say it. Roarings? Yeah. Roarings. I feel like I'm fucking like when I'm saying it. I don't know what the... Okay. It's, it's fine. I've always sounded like that. Any kind of like R words are hard. Like rural? Can't do that one well. Rural. Yeah, I can't. Rural. I hate Why that word. It? Why is it so guttural? Okay. Footsteps, shadow people, doors closing, and objects moving. Investigators also report being chased and having their hair pulled. Oh, that sounds super fun. I would love to get chased down a spooky hallway by something. Ooh. apparitions can be seen of people uh, apparitions can be seen and people report the feeling of being watched uh, a common common ghost that's apparently seen there is a woman in all white and she floats around one of the buildings Ooh, spooky lady in white <laughs> there's always a white woman always. everywhere you go absolutely i mean like like lady in a white. woman in yeah well, yeah yeah but also <laughs> oh, well i mean yeah that too <laughs> Okay, I was gonna move on from this. Um, 
a woman who works in the admin building on the first floor, right, where I said, like, they don't go up to the third yeah. floor. Yeah. Up to the top three fourths. Uh, she says she was interviewed by, a, like, a, a TV station, news TV station back in, like, the 90s. They had, like, a cathode ray tube TV, like, set up on, like, the little wheelie thing. Yeah. So it was just obviously like, oh, that's, like, my childhood. That's the late 90s. Hmm? So um, they went and interviewed some people down there. And she was like, oh, yeah, got a cat hair in my mouth. Damn it. So she says that, like, I guess the way that the building's designed, like, there's two wings that can, like, see each other. But it's still the same building. She says that when she looks out the window, she can see another woman on the other side of the building where no one's supposed to be leaning I, like leaning up against the window she says that like she has like brown hair and it's parted to the side but it's, it's like that stringy hair look from the 60s ew that's how that's how she described it i don't like that yeah because i can so, i can in my brain imagine what that looks yeah. like yeah yeah so that same news station went in with a paranormal crew and for some odd reason they were just catching so many orbs on camera like Gross. with f- photography like there was like when they first had digital cameras yeah. and of course the the the, f- the news station lady's like so what is this and she's like well we're gonna capture an image and we're gonna see it real time huh? it's like <laughs> we don't have to print it on a piece of paper and flap it around yep you just look on this on the back of this camera and you could see the image so they just wow. were taking pictures and there were just orbs fucking everywhere in this building and like Gross. like like hanging around people and like you could see it moving and like it was weird it was like it was crazy so an employee another like news article people went in there and they interviewed somebody who's working there who did not give their name so an employee in the building was apparently around some children in the building okay and and the children turned around and said that there was a man sitting on the steps dope and the employee was like no there's not there's nobody there yeah, he's wearing, like, khaki pants. And he's just sitting on the steps. Gross. And the guy's like, it's fucking haunted in here. <laughs> <laughs> so a crew called IPRA Strong is the name of the group. Okay. The YouTube channel is called Believe, a Paranormal Experience, went to Eloise to investigate. One of the guys starts recording, and he's like, man... I just saw, like, a ghost fly by from, like, right to the left and, like, run across the room and, like, go behind this wall. As he's fucking talking about it, yeah. it happens again. And it's, like, the height of a child. It's blatantly white. It's, like, not, in, like, let's enhance and zoom in. You just see this, like, flash of white go across the screen and go behind the wall. And you're, like, whew, how about the fuck not? No, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks, yeah, little, little kid. I'm good. Ooh. Ooh. They also pull out, what is the name of the box? Spirit box? Where it's... No. Yes. Where it scans the, f- yeah. the radio frequencies. Yeah, spirit box. Yes, spirit box. I wrote, I wrote radio scanner noise box because I could not remember what it was fucking called. I mean, that works, yeah. Cause the one they, yeah, because the one they had was from Radio Shack. Hell yeah. No. Radio Shack? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? It said Radio Shack on the top of it. I was like, that doesn't make sense. That's kind of funny. I like that, actually. That's, I mean, do what you gotta yeah, do. So. I mean, I miss Radio Shack, but anyway. <laughs> so when they asked with the spirit box on, they asked, was anyone there to talk? They got a response, yep, and yes, I am. Ew. When they asked what building, do you have my notes open? Yeah. I'm not okay, looking don't at scroll them. To, okay, don't scroll to the very end until I tell you. Okay. Don't scroll to the, okay, okay. Until I tell you. Okay. We're almost there. 
All right. So when they asked what the building was used for, they got dead and sick as a response. Ew. And they also got a response. They were talking about like family and whatnot. And so they got the response of mommy out of the spirit box. Mm. And then later they had kind of like an ovulus, like, like speaks a word. Yeah. That the spirits. And then they got the word mommy again out of that device. That was that little kid that was running around. Oh, there you go. You. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Gross. Okay. So I found another news article where an entire paranormal team fled the building. Awesome. Because that's, Because they got, (laughs) they got spooked so bad. They heard a loud crash sounding off behind them, like really fucking loud. Just after one of them had just saw a shadow person out of the corner of their eye. So they were like, hey, you know what? We're good. Shadow person, loud noise. Like, we're done. That's we're out. smart. Gucci game. Intelligent. They see a vinyl record come off of the shelf, hover in midair, and then just smash on the ground. That's rude. And they all, they all took the fuck off. They just all ran. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But that's fucking rude. Yeah, the rude-ass ghost. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Oh, before that. Uh, apparently, some guy said he also saw a Civil War ghost. Huh. Were there any battles in Detroit? I don't think so. I'm not going to say that I don't think certainty. so either. I saw that once, and I was like, I'm going to put that in there, because I want to put Zoe on the case. <laughs> I like your thinking Thanks. face. Your That's Google my typing face. face. <gasps> no. Okay. No, I mean, they, they, it looks like they had a lot of soldiers... And they actually, a group from Michigan was the first to fire any shots at Fort Sumter. Oh, well then, if there were, like, troops in Detroit, then they didn't have to, like, fight, but, like... Yeah, there were no battles in Michigan soil. Okay, well, here we are. All right, so the last thing... Yes. ...is Detroit Paranormal Expeditions. I guess they are a group that will take you through the buildings. Oh, yeah. (sighs) I I linked it in my notes to their website, but you can... Google Detroit Paranormal Expeditions and like see their thing. Um, don't don't click it. Don't click it. Okay. We're gonna fight. You ready? Yeah. They caught a picture of a shadow person sitting in a chair in the dining room. They also caught a picture of a figure standing next to a pillar. If you scroll down to the next page, I have the two pictures. Sir. <laughs> the one on the pillar is a little eh in my the brain. The one on the pillar is a little yeah. But that's 100% a fucking shadow person sitting in that chair. I started crying when I saw it. Yeah, like, it literally just looks like a, a dude. It's it's a fucking yep. dude. It's a, it's a, it's a all black, like, void black person sitting there. Yeah. That's wild. I cried. I cried. Like, I gasped and I cried when I did. saw it. I was like, no. I got cold chill. Yeah, I did. And I'm not ashamed of it, Zoe. Well, that's good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow, that's that's so. And nuts, you're like really though. checking this. Yeah, yeah, you're just checking that out. Gross. <laughs> okay, icky. All right, that's Eloise Mansion. That's all I was willing to put into that. Ew, that was a lot. Gross. It was. Yeah, it was a lot to digest. It's a, there was a lot going on there. Absolutely. I, Yowzers. There was another show that went there, um, from the Travel Channel, and I can't remember. It's not one of the popular shows. You can't yawn after I yawn. I've been yawning the whole time. Oh, you haven't? I never saw your face. Yeah, no, that's because um, I'm, like, trying to hide my yawns so it doesn't come through on the audio or you don't see me. Yeah, thanks. Trying to be sneaky. So, um, what was I saying? Travel oh, yeah, Channel? so apparently, yeah, Travel Channel went there with the horror story and, or with a crew to go investigate, and I didn't, I didn't, there, I didn't feel like watching it because it was just, like, Fair. we heard a voice, we saw an orb, it's like, yeah, I know. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. tell me about it. But okay. Wait, what? Just tell me about it. Tell me about your orbs and your your voices and. I don't. I didn't watch Mommy. it because I didn't want to know. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Those pictures were fucking gross. I fucking hate that one. Yeah. So much. That is a shadow person. That. Mm, mm. It, yes. Gross. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So moving. We're gonna move right along from the shadow person. I'm gonna get this off my screen because I hate looking at it so much. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is the part of the podcast where we give shout out to our newest Patreon members and shut the fuck up. We got our newest Patreon member today. Woo! His name is Lewis. Hi, Lewis. Thank you for putting in your pronunciation because I knew it was pronounced Lewis because my family member's middle name is Lewis, but also knowing me being at 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night, I probably would have just fucked it up. So thank you for that pronunciation and knowing us so well that you put it in there. Big preach. Appreciate it. <laughs> so. Welcome, Lewis, to uh, the family. Um, he signed up for the investigator tier, so he gets all those bonus episodes that are out there and we're working on. Hell yeah. Thanks, my dude. Yeah, he gets to hear about Obama back in time. Ooh. Or traveling to Mars. Obama Ma- traveling to Mars on our Patreon. Mars Obama. <laughs> Mars, Mars Obama. Um, Hell yeah. Cool. All right. So um, hit us up on Patreon, and then you can also support us. Stop fucking <laughs> Fuck yawning. off. I'm trying. <gasps> I'm so tired. Uh, if you're on iTunes, be sure to rate review. If you're on Spotify, please be, 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 be sure to smash that follow button. Also, if you, um, it's the end of the year and Spotify is putting out this whole like wrap, wrap up, wrapping it up. As they do. Thing. As as they do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Never mind. I thought you were making another dick oh. joke of wrap it before you tap. And I was like, no. I mean, I it. can if you need me to make another dick joke. I can. I don't. No, please don't. Okay. I'm, I'm traumatized. So um, if you go on Spotify, um, they also have like a whole like your your top moment in Spotify. And if you have anything that's hot her, I barely know her related, DM it to me on Instagram. That'd be so nice. I had a couple people Instagram and said that we were their most watched show. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're going to make me cry. You. Thank you. So thanks for listening to us. That's a lot. That means it means a, a lot to us. You are yeah. the reason why we keep doing this, even though it's like absolutely killing us to do yeah. this. We love it. It's fun though. <laughs> Look at your little <laughs> face. Okay, all right. It is your turn. Oh, it is. We are an hour and ten minutes into this bitch. Criminy. After I edit, it's gonna be an hour. What? Criminy. Oh, I thought you were gonna say cry me a river, and I'm like, I'm about to. <laughs> no, no, I'm nicer to you than normal people. Thank you. You're welcome. You're really nice to me. I know. I tell people yeah. at work, I like stick my hands together and I'm like, fill her up with your tears, you little baby. I do that. I'm seriously, I do that. I know. You're, you're a Gemini. I know you do that. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you for being, thank you for being gentle with me. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So this week I'm covering the Conjolier house and I definitely had to look what? up how to say that so I don't fuck it up. I would have called it congenial or... Con- congeal or <laughs> congelier yeah con congelier <laughs> close okay. enough all right so this is why this is why lewis we needed you to send your pronunciation of your name thank you all right go ahead thanks again <laughs> all right so the congelier house is located in pittsburgh pennsylvania at 1129 ridge avenue that's important so i put it in there what the address Oh, okay. I was about to give you so much shit for putting that in there, but yeah. if it's important, I it's will important. keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Sometimes I do it for fun, but this time I did it because it's important. Okay. So let's let's talk about this place. The house is sometimes also referred to not just as the Conjolier House, but also as the House on Ridge Avenue, 
which is normal. It's also called the house the devil built. That's Excuse a good me, what? St- the, the house the devil built. So that's a good start. Excuse, Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. What? Yeah. Satan's not, Satan's that's... domicile. Listen. Listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah. You can't. You can't have your house called that because what are you going to tell the real realtor? Oh, like you know, it does your because ha- like houses you can name your houses. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah. Like you'd be like, mm, I'm gonna call it the then like I'm gonna call it the conjolier or whatever the fuck. Uh huh. Yeah. You don't you don't want to have to tell your real estate agent. Oh yeah, it's colloquially known as the devil built this house. House. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is the devil's uh, weekend getaway. That's mm, no. It, it it really brings down the property value. You know. Oh, what I mean? absolutely. Like it's, just, it's just not. Just fucks it. Just it's <laughs> done. Sorry, bud. You're gonna sell it for two dollars and three quarters. That's sorry. Yep. <sighs> okay. Two seventy five. That's what I would like to buy a house for. Thank you. Tree fitty. Tree fitty. All right. So this house was built in eighteen sixty, like the eighteen sixties, uh, and it is more a mansion than a house. A uh, real real big house. Real big. It was built by Charles Conjolier, who's a southern man who had made a fortune after the Civil War and moved up north. As you do. Apparently. Okay. What? I I I guess. Apparently. I, I, normally, normally that doesn't happen. Yeah, like, typically it's the other things. way around. Because everything's cheaper down yeah. here because we're poor. Yeah. Well, nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, he lived there with his wife, Lida. That's how you know they're from the South with a name, like, four-letter name, Lida. 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 Say it, say it, say it real thick. Say it real thick now. I have to think about it. Lida. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're made Essie. Lada and Essie. What the fuck? Yeah, literally. Okay. E-S-S-I-E. Essie. So from the outside, everything was dandy, as it always is in the stories. The house that Charles built was very big, ornate, beautiful. It overlooked an area where the... I didn't look this word up. Oh, no. Where? <sighs> ah, ornate? Nope. Overlooked Lemon. the river where the... Algony and Monongan... Monongahela. I know that word. There you go. I know Monongahela. The Alany, though. That one tripped me up. I don't know why. Rivers merged into the Ohio River. So the Conjoliers soon became known for their elaborate parties, and they rubbed elbows with some of the most notable business people in Pittsburgh. So they were just really well-known, really well-liked. And then things went downhill in the winter of 1871. What happened? Lida, Lida found out that Charles and Essie were having an affair. With the maid? With the maid. He's a slut. Absolutely. He's a slut. So Lida had called for Essie, and when Essie didn't respond to her summons, she kind of was like, okay, what the hell's going on? And went to Essie's room and heard them going at it. Ew, gross. Yeah. So Lida flew into a rage, went down to the kitchen, grabbed a carving knife and a meat cleaver, and went back up to meet him. So when the door got unlocked and opened, she killed them both. Oh, that's not where I thought that was going to go. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep, yep. I mean, like, I knew, yeah. but I didn't think it was going to go that far. Yeah, yeah, no. Mur- Murdered them. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking murked them. Oop. So, after, so, like, the neighbors hadn't seen any of the three of them for a couple of days. And were like, that's a little weird. So, they went to the, the house and, like, knocked on the door and nobody answered. So, they just went in, as you did, and found Lida... Rocking in a rocking chair, just sitting calmly, humming to herself with Essie's head in her lap as she was, like, petting the hair on the head. She had decapitated her. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. 
That that went from zero to a hundred, from a hundred to a fucking million. Yeah, it doesn't get better. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and as she was like rocking with Essie's head, she was like humming lullabies to it. <gasps> so that's kind of gross. That's 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 not female <laughs> disease. That's actual <laughs> lunatic lunatic. Yeah, something is actually very wrong. Yes, that word. So or that 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 that's that, what I'm that thing. Yeah, I got you. <coughs> so after the murders, of course, the house sat abandoned for something like twenty years because nobody wanted to live in a house that something like that had happened in. No, God no. So the house finally sold in 1892 to a local railroad company that was looking to provide housing for some of the railroad workers. So the home was set to be renovated and converted into apartments. Cool. So as, you know, like, the papers were signed, the workers started complaining almost as soon as they got into the building that something was fucking wrong. So that's good, right? That's always that's always encouraging. Ugh. So they would hear, like, basic haunted house bullshit. They would hear moans. They would hear cries. They would hear whimpers, thumps, doors slamming. They started to see transparent figures walking up and down the hallways. And then soon after they started actually, like, working on the house, not just, like, in there looking at stuff, they started to hear the sounds of a rocking chair. Oh, my God. And there were, oh my God. <laughs> there were no chairs in the building. They'd removed everything. So they would hear this rocking chair. And then, like, a little while after the rocking chair started, they started to hear humming with the rocking. So after that, they were like, we're, we're not fucking doing this. Sorry, buddy. Like, we're not going to go in there anymore. No. So the railroad company was like, well, Put it back on the market, hoping against hope that somebody had never heard of the murders and wanted to buy the house. Lovely. Yeah. So a buyer with no previous knowledge of the house was found. His name was Dr. Adolf Brunreichter, and he right. was a doctor from Germany. So, of course, he had uh, no information. So he purchased the home in 1900 and upon moving in, showed himself to be a recluse. So he didn't leave the house often, and he didn't really socialize with any of the neighbors. Uh, the neighbor had basically forgot he even lived there until the night of August 12th, 1901. Tell me what happened the night of August 12th, 1901. I'll tell you what happened, and I hope you're not eating. The neighbors were startled by the sounds of a woman screaming bloody murder from oh. the house. Uh, and immediately following the screaming... There was an explosion of light within the house that blew all the windows out and left cracks in the sidewalk in front of the house. Holy shit. Yeah. So when the police arrived, because of course they got called, they oh, entered the home and were shocked to find a decapitated woman in the living room. Why? Who? Uh, just some lady. Just some lady. Where's the guy? They searched the house and did not find the doctor. He was missing. So when they searched the rest of the house, they found a makeshift laboratory in the basement with the severed heads of five more women. <gasps> Bucker. Yeah. They also found all of his medical journal notes as he was running experiments on the women's heads, uh, trying uh. to keep them alive after decapitation. So that's not good. That's not that's not fun. I hate it here. Yeah, so they discovered the explosion had actually been caused by an issue with some of the equipment that he was using. Okay. And Dr. Brunreichter was never found, 
He's never found. Uh, oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, but in 1927, there was a man in New York City who was arrested after claiming he was Adolf Brunreichter. Uh, the man was drunk and told the police stories about his experiments in Pittsburgh and the locations of like the bodies where he had buried them after he took the heads. Upon searching, okay. however, the police didn't find anything, and after the guy sobered up, he was like, oh no, I was just drunk and I wanted attention. I wanted a warm place to sleep. So they just Fuck off. yeah they kicked him out, um, let him go with no charges. So that wasn't great. Uh, but this fellow was uh, released from custody, and the the newspapers labeled him the Pittsburgh Spook Man. <laughs> and that was really it. And nobody ever heard from him again, really. So cool. So from there, the home's reputation grew, and it was a well known place for the paranormal. And people, like, you know, spiritualist movement in the 1800s, early 1900s, everybody yeah. wanted to, like, seances. Ooh. So, <laughs> this affected even uh, people as popular as Thomas Edison. So, Thomas Edison went and visited the house uh, to try and catch some evidence of the paranormal. And he, uh -huh. he took a, a psychic medium with him, a woman named Julia Murray, who was fairly well known at the time. And they claimed to have together encountered a malevolent spirit with the power to harm the living and the ability to leave the home. So that's Whoa. bad. That's, that's bad. not that's not what we, we don't want that. Correct. That's not what we want here. No, God, no. So the home continued to be dormant of any new inhabitants until it was purchased by a business, another business, the Equitable Gas Company. What a name. Gas for all. Okay. Should be their tagline. The gas company had plans to, once again, renovate and convert the home into apartments for their workers. Just like before, as soon as the workers went into the building, they started reporting strange noises. So they started to hear beating and banging on the walls, the cries, moans, oh. and screams from the first bunch, as well as seeing the apparitions. And then they started to hear disembodied voices, but not... Human disembodied voices, they describe them as demonic and distorted. Oh. So that's good. I just got chicken flesh. Yeah. Bird skin. <laughs> bird skin. There we go. <laughs> bird, bird flesh. Bird Ugh. flesh. <laughs> that's my favorite. I'm going to say that forever. <laughs> Turkey skin. <No. laughs> bird flesh is so good. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. So from there, things ramped up real fast. Two workers were found dead in the basement. <gasps> yeah. Shut up. Yeah, so that's cool. Are you serious? That, yeah, that's fun, right? That's cool. That's exciting. So the men had appeared to have been murdered, but there was nowhere for a killer to have escaped through the basement. Uh, and everybody was upstairs and they didn't hear a thing. So that's not good. That's not a good time. That's not fun. Immediately following- that's not it's not good. That's not how any of this works. No. Nope. No. Nope. What? Yeah. Uh, all the other workers immediately were like, absolutely the fuck not, and left. The As 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 you should. Absolutely. Yeah. The, uh, the police never arrested anyone or even, like, pulled anybody for an interrogation. So they never had any what? suspects for who murdered the, those guys. So that's cool. Damn. That's fun. So the Equitable Gas Company itself remained in the neighborhood until November 14th of 1927, when workers were attempting to repair a leak atop a massive natural gas storage tank. 
and something went wrong. There was a oh no, yeah, a giant flame erupted from the tank, and the pressure forced the container into the air and exploded it. So that's Aww. that's good. That's great. Um, it sent debris and human remains everywhere as workers were blown apart. <sighs> yeah, gross. Yeah, this is not not a good time. Uh, that sucks. It wasn't just ah. one either. Other tanks started to explode as well, creating more carnage, more fire, and the smoke and destruction were visible for miles around. Woo! The damage reached as far as East Liberty and the Col. Congelier house was only two blocks away from the explosion. 27 people were killed in that explosion and over 500 others were injured. Mm. Yeah. The house itself was destroyed in the explosion, leaving only a crater where it once stood, and locals believe that the house was actually transported back to hell where it belonged. Wh- Wait, so the house literally fucking exploded and all that was left was a crater? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. So it doesn't exist anymore. Correct. Yes. So even though the house is no longer standing, reports of paranormal activity still occur. And some have actually seen spirits. Uh, so after this house disappeared, right? Gone. Uh, now in Pittsburgh, where this house stood, there is a highway. So people will see spirits wandering up and down the sides of the highway. So that's cool. Bro. That's cool. What highway? Uh, I'd have to look at it. Whichever highway is at that address. <laughs> we're, go- we're going. <laughs> okay, sold. So we're going investigating on the highway. Okay, so here's where shit gets wild. Are you ready? Wait, 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 wait. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Okay, I'm stopped. Shit <laughs> wasn't already wild? What? <laughs> this is going to be my favorite part. Okay, 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 okay. All right. All right. I'm cool. Let's go. So author and folklorist Stephanie Hoover and historian Troy Taylor, what a name, triple T, double T, unless his middle name is also a T. I hope it is, triple T. They, oh they have both done extensive research on this place. Okay. Ne- neither of them found any evidence of anyone named Charles or Lida Collinger living anywhere in Pittsburgh at the time of the alleged double murder. There's also what? no record of a police report. Where the fuck did this come from? Additionally, there is oh, there is no evidence of a, a Dr. Brunreichter ever existed, uh, or that any railroad had owned the, the, the house. What is happening? The Equitable Gas Company did use several buildings in the neighborhood as employee housing, but no workers died during the time frame that they owned any of those properties. The only death connected with someone named Collinger in the area, like in that entire area of town was allegedly located to occur during the 1927 gas explosion. So that's the only time anybody named Collinger died in that place. So Stephanie Congelier? Hoover... Congelier. Why did I say Collinger? What the fuck? It's Thank okay. you. Congelier. Like- <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. So Stephanie Hoover interviewed descendants of the Congelier family and was told that 29-year-old Mary Congelier, sometimes in some places uh, misnamed as Marie... Her name is actually Mary. She suffered a severed artery in her leg from a shard of glass from that explosion and died soon after. Uh, She left. Yeah, because, I mean, no hospitals. It's 1920. Right. Right. Oops. No, no ambulances. (laughs) So she she unfortunately she passed and left uh, her five children to be raised by relatives who actually did live at 1129 Ridge Avenue, which is apparently where this place is. 
So the explosions didn't even harm the house at 1129 Ridge Avenue. It didn't destroy it. It just knocked out some of the windows. <laughs> Please don't what? die. Yeah, it didn't destroy the house. It just knocked out some of the windows. So that's cool. Uh, I'm so confused. I know. I know. So by 1929, City Directory, uh, or the 1929 City Directory identifies the relatives that the children moved in with as John Congelier, a barber, and his wife, Louise. The family moved from that house in the 1950s. So, whoops. I'm confused. Yeah. Yep. So did none of this happen? Nope. It's a real good legend, though. Damn. Yeah, I know. It was so good. But does the house still exist? Nope. No, because there's a freeway there now. So, oops. I was so invested. I couldn't just give it up. I had to do it. (sighs) Okay, so you actually thought it was a place, but then it turned out to be a legend. Yeah, unfortunately. It's okay. We we can chalk it up as a place. It's It's fine. fine. It's close enough. It's in our hearts. Yeah, I mean, it's a really good story either way. And I did a lot of looking. Did a lot of looking for this bad boy. So yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Thanks. So I did realize at the very beginning, I I was a little like awkward about reading like the the whole story with Charles Congelier, um, because he apparently made his fortune during the Reconstruction era, which would have been post Civil War, right? Well, the Civil War right. didn't end until 1965, so it is definitely possible. It's not impossible that he made that much money to be able to move up north in five years and build a house still, or I guess four years, because it would have had to have been in the 1960s. So I guess maybe he made enough money in four years to be able to move and build a house, but it seems pretty improbable. A little little tight. Yeah, it's a very tight window. Yeah. Especially in the South when things were really fucking awful for everybody because nobody had any money. Yep. But the thing that really got me was... All Like, every single article that I found had a picture of a house. Every single one had a picture of a house. Was it the same house? No. There were different houses. Oh. There were three houses in particular that got chosen most of the time. Um, one of them was actually a photo of the Franklin Castle slash the Tideman uh, House in Cleveland, Ohio, which I think one of us has already covered. So I was like, that's really familiar. What is that? Either Wait, the what? Uh, Tideman House. I don't think we've covered that. I've covered one in Cleveland, o- in Ohio. Okay. I think Cleveland. Okay, maybe it it's one I was the- looking at covering. But anyway, um, okay, it's a it's a picture that I know. And then the, the second okay. one that people use is the Keating House in Australia. And then the third one is an abandoned hotel in Zippendorf, Germany. What the fuck? Yeah. So all the houses are different sizes, different shapes. They all look different, and they're all modern photos. There's not a single one of them that is from the 1900s. Oh, right. Then duh. Exactly. Hello. That's the tip off because as soon as you're like, oh, the house was destroyed in 1927. Wait, this picture is from like 2000. What the fuck? <sighs> so that's really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and then my final point on the house is that it. There was actually a house at 1129 Ridge Avenue. It was not a mansion. It was built in the in the not in the 1860s. It was built in the 1880s, and it was a row house. It wasn't it was a mansion? A what a row house? It's a row house. So basically, a long series of like uh, triplexes, but just continuing. There's no like space between one house and the next. Oh, just big long yeah. rows. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That were typically built out of wood and burned a lot. Fun fact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
But so much of the debunking information I actually found from an article by Lucia on Ghost in My Machine website. Thanks, man. Was good shit. Was good shit. <gasps> good debunking. Hell yeah! I was so in, I was so invested, and then it it just it is what it is. It's fine. It's all right. Yeah, we're here. Are there are there ghosts still on the freeway though? Yes. Yeah, that actually, like, people have actually reported, like, spirits on the freeway. So, that's cool. Around that house? Around, yeah, around that area. So, I don't know if it actually, like, was super haunted and people, that's why people told that story. Uh, because it's something that has been around for a long time. Like, it's a really old legend. So, it's cool. It's pretty nifty. So, you mean to tell me, Highway 65. Cool. Alright, I guess we're going to... Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. Wait, I gotta, I gotta see real quick, real quick. Okay, yeah, you good. Um, Highway sixty five, haunted. Haunted. Is it haunted? That house is coming up when I Google this. Damn. Okay. So maybe it's just something with the house then. Balls. Okay. Nope. Damn. Balls. Okay. There are haunted highways though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. That's a given. We should do that sometime. Haunted highways. That'd be fun. Haunted highways. Well, we did Goatman's Bridge. Is that close? Uh, it's a bridge. It's like a piece of road. Uh, I'm stretching. I'm stretching. That's okay. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's okay. all fine. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks. You. You. That was a roller coaster. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. I wanted to get all the spooky bullshit before I was like, <laughs> just kidding. JK. It was good. Thanks. You had me on the edge of my seat. I'm glad. Okay. Glad. So if you want to check us out, be sure to head on over to hauntherbarelyknowher.com. We have a contact page where you can submit any fucked up stories that you want us to read on our on, on one of our episodes. Please, one of, one of the do podcast it. episodes, whatever. Yeah, then you can also send us some listener stories if you would like to via email. Uh, check us out on our social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter, at H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I'm on Instagram, so he's on Twitter. We're there. Sometimes. It's just life. Pandemic life yeah. is weird right now. Yeah. It's fine. I just finished my finals, so woo. We I'll be there more. Okay. Congratulations. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'm still adjusting to being in work and it's still really weird. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We good? Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. Anything else? Uh nope. No? Okay. Nope. Right. Awesome. Until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or that one ghosty that gives me the bird's flesh. I thought you were gonna say the the doctor dick yeah i was gonna say that the the doctor dick gives bird flesh but i was like that could be taken not in the the way that i mean it so